Well, I mean, it's so the idea of somebody that's affluent. Okay, so you, so there's there's perks that you do, there's places that you go, there's statuses that you build. But those I, are the things you want to do. I, I, is that not, it's a status aspect to, to many people. Is I mean, mention how poor. Look at the dash and say, you know, you're screwed. That's decaf. Is what I'm drinking. Uh, but, no, he said that's decaf. Well, that's, that's decaf. So the aspect that I look at it is that all money is, all money does, is it no, provides no. opportunity. Oh. That's all it does. Right, but it's I the mean, opportunity to hang yourself. It's the opportunity for you to be successful. It's the opportunity to see things. It just gives you opportunity. Okay. And so our capitalistic I'll, system I'll agree is predicated. With that. Our capitalistic system is predicated on that because the opportunity is different for all people. You must have the freedom to be able to exercise it. Because the opportunity is, is, all, is dependent upon how you decide to use the tool in your hand. Well, I, mean, I could take a hammer, and that hammer gives me opportunity to do many, many different things. But that there's no club that you go to where they serve great dinners because they all own hammers. Right. I mean, but you don't know that. There could be a hammer club. I do, because I used to be in a hammer club, but we all got around and got hammered. We didn't get any good dinners. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you didn't show up at the right Boy, you set that up, right? <laughs> oh, you did. <probably. laughs> yeah, I set that up, and you knocked that one out of the park. Yeah. Was right. <laughs> so, the, so the concept that I, and what I'm quiet about is, is because this, is this prevailing idea that there's such a thing as called advantage and disadvantage. This is a narrative that's going on today. Society. I think you'll find everybody at this table agrees with It's you. a narrative that's going on in today's society where the, where the, the, world, the, our continue, our, the country we have right now has been put together by white people so that white people can keep their control. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just a ridiculous idea. But they're going to point at very indicators that claim this. And so you hear, you hear children now going to school saying that, well, you know, we're the advantage class, you know, and I feel terrible about that. Go to Chicago, you find out you're in a minority and things are a little different. Right? Well, you always and, seek out things to support what you believe in, right? To, to, to you know, strengthen well, that's well said. your thoughts. That's I mean, true. It, you're, you're attracted to those things and you go away from things you don't you don't believe in and, you know, you don't agree with. And that's why we have such division going on now it, 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 with, you know, with the political system. It, it's People have such strong beliefs, but they don't have anything to back it up on. Well, you, you're is, right. Is, somebody, is there an get, idea of advantage? Ask somebody, where do you get your knowledge from? And how do you interpret it? And how does that, how do you filter that in order to make the decisions you make? Is there such an idea as an advantage and disadvantage class? Uh, we want to talk about well, it socially, yeah, economically. Absolutely. We want to talk about it uh, culturally. Is there such an idea as a disadvantage class? Is there a class of people that is disadvantaged? Is it because their parents are poor, or because their parents are drug users, or because of whatever? By they're definition, say that, they're say that you're created. Dis- they're born in an odd-numbered house. We we don't. <laughs> well, here again, we're here's talk, the are thing. You talking strictly about Western. We because if you if you talk about I'm Eastern talking. philosophies, you know there certainly are. Oh, in a caste system, caste. totally different thing. Right, it's a different. Absolutely class. true. That's a different class. But this country ain't structured that. Well, that's way. what I'm asking. Are and you talking strictly about Western Western uh, values. So you're, talking, you're driving it to a cultural aspect. I'm talking about as a general aspect of human beings, whether oh. it be a male, woman, uh, alpha, alpha. No, that's it. It ends. It's either male or woman. There's only between. Actually, there are hermaphrodites. But uh, the, there are. I didn't believe it. But the, uh, the concept behind it is that from the being itself, just like, don't Google like it. before it's born or right after it's born. I don't really care. Uh, we're just because we're describing the same thing. So are we not all the same? 
are we not all the same? And so then we don't, so, so can you uh, can you make the world? No, you're born into it, right? You didn't make the damn thing. It wasn't even your so choice to be here. Talk about well, that's what they say, you ah. can't choose your family. You talk about opportunity and choice, and that's absolutely accurate. I, t- I constantly remind people who get pissed off about their life. I tell them, dude, you had no choice in this. You got to deal with it. You were born into it. You didn't call yourself into existence. So get off your throne or get out of the toilet, which, whichever place you're <laughs> That was too much ago, kind of, if I recall. But, I, I, but my I, argument I, is that because, I, because I've listened to Scott Peck, I've read his books, I've listened to Rogers, I've read quite a bit of philosophy and psychology about nature of being, and I've heard all these different arguments about you know tendencies, genetics, all these things coming out of the history coming forward. Fully well knowing that, that eugenics has been, dis- the idea of eugenics has been disproven. Mm. Uh, natural selection means, literally natural selection, means it has to be present in the DNA in order for it to be able to be functional. If it's not present in the DNA, you don't get it. That's the end of it. So, that's the argument. So now we get into sociology and aspects about behavior. I'm saying, hey, there's no disadvantage. Uh, we all have will. We can all pull ourselves up or out of any situation that we're in, which I think is what you're after. That's ultimately what your goal is in talking to children. You're saying, yeah, I mean, it looked like you're in a bad spot, but you know what? You're not. Look at it this way. Yeah. Right. That's why call, the whole program is called Changing Perceptions. Because and I think that's a phenomenal You said the thing. cards on the table. Yeah. How, how do you want to play them? Do you want to say, I'm probably going to lose because I have the worst hand here? Or do you want to say, you know what, creatively? Your argument to the child is, is that they are all the same. That's yeah. your argument. Right. You're saying that child that, you know what, that person that you think is successful, your drug lord or your right. the Queen of England or whatever the hell you want to be. You know, understand right. it. That Don's not here. You can't talk about the Queen of England if Don's not here. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. As the Queen of England. I don't want to misrepresent him. So. My, my approach to them is I walk in and say, I realize how you feel. I realize how you, you think society is looking at you. I don't look at you that way. So, therefore, here's your opportunities. Here's a different way to look at it, but it's still your choice. And I do tell them that. I tell them, you can fail out of high school. You can be the victim. You can use, unfortunately, and, and it's my experience over and over again, that they have learned how to master the, men, the victim mentality and they are, victim. they are fed to their fullest with it. with it. So I, you have that choice to be that. Special. Or you have these choices to use these kinds of tools. What you turn out to be is still you. And I'm very blunt to them and say, while you're here, because these are high school kids that I get that I work with for the most part. While you're in this high school, your teacher, your counselor, your parent, your whatever, may feel bad for you for your environment. They may feel bad for you for what you suffered. But once you leave these war- doors, unfortunately and sadly, nobody gives a crap. So I'm here to give you the tools to say, okay, I got to do something with myself here, and that's how I approach it. Cool. But I don't tell them they're not worthwhile, and I don't tell them I expect them to be anything. I just say, here's an opportunity to look at it a different way. Here's some choices and coping skills. Here's some way to problem solve. Here's some options that you can go to. Now do with them what you choose. So the aspect is that, that I'm trying, it's to exposure. Put, trying to put this thing through, the aspect is, is that they are not disadvantaged. No, the aspect is their lack of exposure. The excess is that they have a, they have their potential still remains. Yes, yes. Because Absolutely. regardless of whether they can afford to go to college or not, regardless of whether or not they come from a wealthy family, they still have potential. Correct. Now, is that potential to be the, anything they want to be? And the answer to that is absolutely not. No, no, no it's to be where their be talents are. Well, right. The and talents, if Lisa and discover them, that, that, that those words are gibberish because the talents are not defined. And you sitting across from me are here because your talents are not yet defined or refined. 
Are you telling um, me depends, I haven't grown up? It depends on how you look at it, because it, it, to me... Well, we can put a lot of labels on you, Ken. Talent, <laughs> passion, whatever drives you, whatever whatever Honestly, your, your passion within your wheelhouse is, whatever <laughs> drives you to, to, to be better, to do See, better. very confusing words to a child or to a young adult growing up. In fact, even... Well, right, but I'm not well, using them to them. I'm talking to you, so I'm assuming you understand them. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand them. I think it's gibberish. Well, because you, if you don't have a drive or a passion towards something, what would make you risk it all for? What would make you care? Something. Uh, every, everybody uh, is within a wheelhouse. There's something within life that affects them, and usually it's based on our life experience. Um, the reason I got into this, I told you, was, was a view on, on alcoholism that I will not have on this show conversation right now, but... The truth is, is I don't I don't drink. I'm not an alcoholic. I haven't I've drank three times in twenty one years. I grew up with I'm four sorry to hear that. I I, <laughs> I drew I'm up making with, up for it. <laughs> I, I grew up with four alcoholic grandparents and an alcoholic father. It never phased me to look into alcoholism. I just kinda stayed away from it. It wasn't my thing. A situation in life presented to me that made me see it differently, made me feel it differently, and I saw it from a different perspective and I went on a search for knowledge. And for whatever reason, that struck me in my heartstrings in a way that showed me where my draw was, which made me go back to school. I, I, I went back to school to be a hypnotherapist at 50 because of the things that I learned and discovered, and I actually do see help people in, in a different way that's a little outside the box of what people are offered. So my goal isn't to tell anybody what their fix is. My goal is to say, here's exposure to something different. If you're interested in it, if you want to try it, here it is. But you're not stuck in where you think you are. There are... There's a... I think the route to happiness, and I'm still with Pete's definition of happiness and success being the same, I, I think the route to that is self-awareness, mm-hmm. pay attention to what you're good at, pay attention to what you're not good at, do what you can to address the bad good, stuff, right. but go after the stuff that you're good at. Well, and, you mean find that you find that out at different times in your life. Absolutely, and and and, and I, it changes. I have that coaches, was my point. Is it changes it does, as we experience? It does right. change. The, the the real role of a coach is to let people see the outside world, right? So you, you know, say, follow your passion. Yeah, follow your passion. And, and, and we hear that a lot. For 25 years, I ran animal why hospitals. Are you, why are you shaking your For head? For 25 years, I was a practice manager in animal hospitals, and I was really good at it. You know, and, and I love it. Let's not talk over each other here. I'm sorry. That makes for very bad radio. Let him, so. let him go. Okay. Well, someone... <laughs> my point, for 25 years I ran animal hospitals. That was what I did and I loved Ooh. it and I was good at it and I thought that was my life. And then life presented something different that made me go, you know what? This is all I think about. This is what I'm good at. This is what I understand. This is what I care to research. This is what's on my mind. This is my wheelhouse. This is bothering me. This is where I could see change. And I changed my route. So we're all going to change and grow based on what happens to us as well. Well, I can't okay. say that all. But, I mean, you know. Well, so, some people don't if they if they don't. But some, how many people do find what that is and they don't switch because they're afraid? You know, boxing and broad brushing, boxing and broad brushing. Yeah. Get, get, why, why don't you go with where you were going a minute ago? I forgot. Why? You <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah. Uh, okay. Why were you shaking your head when we were saying things like follow your passion? Why were you shaking your head then? Well, because the, the, the idea of following your passion means what? Get what you want, grab all you can go for. What does it mean? Oh. Follow my passions. So well, what's my well, passion? Do it if it makes you feel good. Well, we see the result of the action and of that, or the 
We see the results of that type of preaching that would die in the 60s coming forward into adulthood, and it's disastrous. Love the one you're with. It's disastrous. <laughs> but do what you want, do what makes you feel good, follow your passion. But do, you know, and it's be, used, the, be the person you always want to be. And it's used a lot today. You know, follow your passion, you know, in, in, in your, your work, and you'll be happy. I, that's used a lot today. If you talk to anybody in a professional world, anywhere, and ask them, you know, why do you do what you do? Because uh, I love to help people. Okay, well, we all do that, right? right. We, yeah. we all feel that way. So seriously, you know, is, is, is there nothing more? Right, there's but, a story, you know, a drive, a situation, you, you something really that pulls it, your heartstrings, you know, whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, you know, I, I love doing this because I love helping people. Well, you know, I love doing what I do because I love helping people too. But it, it, it's it's not why I do it, because there's anything I can do, I'm right. going to feel like I'm helping people in some way, shape, or form. I, I don't know if Unless this is going to... corporate world. I don't know if this is going to be helpful or not, but a uh, 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 story. Um, as a track coach, th there are people that are born with the musculature and the, and the synapse structure to be fast, and there are people who are not. Uh, there are people slow as rocks. That you that look like fabulous athletes, and there are people that are really fast. <laughs> but that, I am slow as a rock. Okay, and the 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 it's fun to to coach a state champion. Been there, done that. Holy cow, that's a lot of fun. But he wasn't having nearly as much fun as some of the kids that started out rock slow and got to be a little less slow. Yeah. Right, and and those are the guys that write you the big thank you notes at the end of the season. Saying this is this was a really great experience for me because I found out that I can change what I am. I found out that I can get better. I can get in shape. I can go faster. Are you, know, you teaching them to, to say, you know, don't sit there and think I can't, I can't, I can't? That's right. the only thing you're not allowed to say as a coach is you can't. Mm -hmm. They were exposed to somebody yeah. who believed in them and showed them that they could if they chose to. And it's okay to be selfish and enjoy your development. Yeah, it's, it's okay to focus on... How is that kid? He's still in prison, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he's very thankful for Actually, it. Actually, three squares a day. He could, he no, could the guy write. can run with a television like faster than any cop. <laughs> right now, he gets three squares a day, free rent. You know? We're about to No, that's fine. But, yeah, the, the whole follow your passion thing, too. And, and I, 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 cr I actually cringe when I hear that because, similarly to Dan... When people say that, uh -oh. passion means something different to me. People say, well, you're so passionate about what you're doing now. I enjoy it. I love doing the radio stuff. I love the podcasting, the video stuff. I really, really do enjoy it. It's a great enjoyment. For me, is it passion? No, because I don't define passion that way. It's it. it Passion means something entirely different. A to degree? Um, say that again? A degree? Is it a matter of it's, degree? Yeah. Is that what uh, yeah, it is a matter of degree. So and it's passion about it. Like it's like it's, they're amped, man. It's like, yeah. It's a, a passion is, you know, what am I passionate? People say, what are you? Well, the first thing that comes to mind is my wife. And because I just, I, we we're coming up on our 25th wedding anniversary at the end of this month. Um, our oldest son is 26, Boy, so you can do the math there. Yes, she is. <laughs> but, you know, because of that, you know, I look at her every day and think, how freaking lucky am I? Um, that is, 
that them my children, neither one of us wanted to be parents when we got together. Eh, nah, don't want kids. You want kids? Nah, not really. Okay. And, of course, our oldest son was born before we got married. He's 26. We're coming up on our 25th wedding anniversary. He thankfully doesn't have the problem. I was going to say the other guy. No, <laughs> that would be he's holding on to credit. He's holding on to that card. He's, yeah, there's a big check coming. Fails. It was his problem. There's a big check coming someday from he's that one. He's not planned for his college. Our middle son. <laughs> our middle son not planned. <clears throat> our daughter, and and and. and Again, this is not planned. And the way I learned my wife was pregnant with our daughter is I got up to go get ready for work one morning and go to the bathroom. And here taped on the door is a big note with the pregnancy test taped on it and just real big letters in black Sharpie. See you tomorrow. Oh, shit. Better than you bastard. And she didn't wait for broke. And, uh, no, yeah, she told me, I'm like, oh, you're looking at, you're, you're feeling all right? Food baby there? And you're going to buy the door, That's right? That's a good point. <laughs> Here's the thing. Each one of my kids are completely different from the other. They're all, to me, amazing people who I thoroughly am so happy that I enjoy them as people. You know, some people have your kids. Oh, they're my kids, so I love them. I feel so lucky. But in in this, my family is, that's where my, when people say, what are you passionate about? That, really, that's, that's but that's completely different from, Occupation, what I do to make money. But you just said, money, they're my but, children, so I gotta love them. It, well, well, see, is that passion? No, no, I said children? some people look at their kids and go, they're my kids, I gotta love them. I oh. get to look at my kids and say, man, they are cool people. I'm so glad I get to know them. I share that good fortune. Um, yeah, yeah, I do too. You know, too. it's that to me. I read the fortune. You were more careful. I, right <laughs> I get mine out of a cookie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you later. <laughs> Take care. But uh, we do have we have about uh, ten minutes left uh, on we the got table it. here, uh, folks. So we can wrap it up a little bit here. But this has been uh, this has been kind of all over the place, hasn't it? Um, yes. Interesting conversation, though. Well, so the, again, the concept about when you're talking about will and choice, and that's really what's been this thing's been all been bantering around. Yeah. And so the one of the things I did not like. Uh, about the psychology, is, uh, at least it's kind of to point this out that you know these people get labeled, and then that's yeah. kind of the end of it. That's a sick. Thing. So they yeah. so they call it uh, they call Somebody it uh, clinical it. bullying. Yeah. <laughs> I have I have nieces that were told that they're ADA or ADHD when they were still in high school, and uh, they in the my brother whacks them on uh, on drugs. And one of them has a really bad reaction to it. She's like, you know, not real, not real stable. And I think it's because of this, of her being whacked. You know, they're like suppressing her ability to go forward. And I've seen this before. I've seen this with the, with the cannabis society. I've seen that as well. Their, their ability to go forward. You were talking before about aspects of motivation. Now we all know what motivation means. It means get off your ass and do something. That's, right. that's, that's good what it definition. Means. Whatever it is that you're gonna do. Whatever. You're gonna do. Whatever it is, yeah. If you have to do something because you gotta eat. Get out of your mom's basement. Get your own thing going. Right? No whining. That's yeah. the idea, of it, right? And so the, these, the, uh, the, the, what I hate are conversations that that, that labels these people because I think it's bullying. Now, my experience in this thing is not clinical. My experience is actually in the world. When I was a, when I was a young man, I was I was, did a lot of bad things. I had seven accounts of grand theft before I hit the age of thirteen. 
I was put into a military academy by our choice, but I went into this military academy, and in my first year, I realized what was going on in this game. Either I, either I convert to it, or I'll get the shit knocked out of me every night. And so I would have bruises from arm to shoulder, and my thighs, and just in my chest would be a massive bruise. I lived like that for a year, until finally I'm like, okay, I'll play. Because I wouldn't play. So finally, when I got this understanding of this thing, the, the uh, Kamenat Kadats and my company commander, my sophomore year said, you know what? We're going to make you our main drill instructor. We're going to make you our teacher. We're going to make you a leader. A teacher. That's coming. Yeah, they, they said that the leadership's in you already. We're going, make, we're going to put that to you. We're going to recognize that. And so, what, and so what's going on here, right? So I'm a rebellion. I'm self-deterministic. I'm, you know, you, obviously you see me right now. I, I can be quite confrontational if my back gets up. So what's going on here? So I have an aspect of will, self-determination. Why, 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 Because why? you were exposed to a situation that offered you a different view. You're I come from a, I come from a family. I you were in military from, school. I come what from, changed your perspective? I, I'll telling, decide to play. I'm telling you, I, the first year I was there, I didn't. Right? That's, why I That's a long time. The shit got the shit knocked at me. <clears> throat> throat> I, I, was, I was a real little guy. I mean, real little. But my point is, is that I came from an alcoholic, very highly abusive father. Mm-hmm. My family uh, had a lot of problems later on in life because they could not stop his abuse on me, and they and that hurt them a lot. You know, they, when they realized it later on that they should have done something, well, they couldn't. There's no way they could. They didn't understand it. So really, what's going on is I had an understanding. So if you want to call it an epiphany or whatever it is, but the concept behind it is I had an understanding, and from that understanding of of my own personal experience, I was able to translate this to other children. My point is, is when I started training these kids, a lot of these kids that came to the school came from two classes. Either they were very rich, or they or they had a rod of problems, right. and someone somewhere along the line put them in there. Because this is in 1976. At that time, the tuition was four thousand dollars a year in 1976. That's a shitload of money to send somebody into high school. That's a lot of money. I did not come from a rich family. My mother was dating an excavator by the name of Marvin Fresh. He paid it. Why did he pay it? Because he says I'd see the I see the talent in the kid. I think this kid's going to be a phenomenal leader, and I want him to get it back on the right track. Is what he said. So we have somebody who saw it in you, Correct. gave you a different situation to look at it from a different perspective. Absolutely. Once you finally decided that you had that choice to do that, then somebody else took you and said, "Good job. Now let's bring it up." And that's all I'm talking about. And unfortunately, fortunately for you, bless your your stepfather, whomever, whatever he is to you, hi, hi. for doing that. There are people who couldn't have afforded to do that, and I'm just trying to say, let's offer that opportunity to at least have that different perception and somebody believe in you that's affordable to everybody at some point. Whether they choose to accept it and change or not... Why are you not, beating this drum? You've said this four times. You're beating this drum. Because, no, I'm not. Because okay. I'm telling you that your situation is exactly what I'm talking about. You are exposed that. to something different. You are exposed to a different situation. You, A lot of people aren't. And that's where my beef is. It's not a matter of saying because you're a certain class. Your beef is that people can't afford to do it? What's no, beef? I said your situation, you were lucky that you were you able to. You already said that. You said so that three times. Oh. So, so what is your beef? What's your beef? That the opportunity of the exposure to something different isn't offered. Okay, and That's how would it be offered? Through different types of programs besides the standard. Who's going to pay for it? A, well, right now the school pays me to do it. Okay, so who's going to pay for this? It's, you're saying that I'm an, I'm an advantaged individual. That's why I told the story. I wanted right. this point. I didn't say you were. Well, I didn't say I don't necessarily yes, consider you yes, advantaged. You did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. I said yes. he was lucky. <laughs> you got to be careful around here. <laughs> I said he was lucky that he had somebody step into his life that was able to do that. 
I've stepped into the lives of children that don't no, have that. No, you said I was advantaged because I got to go to a military I didn't, academy. You used the word people. advantaged. Well, I'm sorry that you didn't use the word, but that's what you intimated. That, no, that's saying what you, that's that, that's what you that's determined. That's not what you mean? Easy, guys. No, because yeah, if you let me finish, okay. again, a whole sentence. My point is, is that I have stepped into the lives of a family that didn't have the financial opportunity, but I said, here you what? go, it matters. Which means what? Well, you determined that it, I said you were lucky to have someone in your life that forget was able me. to do that. I'm talking you. about the kids but that you, you're talking about. First, it's you saying that you're advantaged, and now it's forget about me okay. because Whoa. I'm using you. Let's talk about <laughs> does does the child, which I hope I still am, right? Does a does a child emerge from a crucible, changed in a good way or not? Do they do they well, seize the, the advantage, right? And we totally agree with you that if the if a person doesn't see the opportunity because they've never been exposed to it, they don't know that it even exists. That's a disadvantage. That's where the disadvantage stops. Right. Once After they're exposed, that, it's a choice, and they're accountable for it. Exactly. Absolutely. And and the thing that bugs me is it's like, oh, can we do politics? We got three minutes to go. The, <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> the difference between equal opportunity and equal results, equal opportunity and equal outcomes. Do I give you the same? Do I do I believe in giving you the same opportunity as anybody else to figure out what's going on and how you know how to be successful, whatever the hell that is? Um, so we're gonna yeah, here again. but do I want to take your money and give it to him yeah. to make him even with you? That's I don't think they, that's going to make either one of you happy. Here again, so, now, does that does that make, is that a subjective decision? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, okay, and, and that's my point. You're you're not. You're not. Uh, you're you're subject to the um, thoughts you might say, or are you saying that that you know you're equal to equal to in whose eyes? You're subject to the decision makers. That's what you're subject. Our to. job is to build in the kid, in Lisa's case, the knowledge. Our our job, our responsibility is to build in them the knowledge that they can. They are in control. They're running the show here, right? You have to decide that you want to do something and go work for it. It's not gonna. It ain't right to be handed to you. If it is handed to you, it's gonna sour before it gets. Well, yeah, you don't open the window and it flies in. That's for sure. Yeah. And so, going, this has been remarkably, remarkably interesting that. and entertaining. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. This has been awesome. I really, really enjoy it. And you talk about civil tension, and in the disco, this has been fantastic. Um, it's very interesting to hear your childhood story. I was actually taken to um, Wentworth, and because I was not a nice, pleasant child. Uh, and I was told, you know, either shape up or this is where you're going to be. Right. And I was afforded uh, four days there. It didn't take me a year. I'm like, four days. I get it. <laughs> Going to I'm, I'm ready to be. I'm ready to be part of the program. I am not. So it took me four days to go. Yeah, no, not not where I want to be. And I was actually, I was. That was probably right around 1976, 77, because I think I was about. 10, 11 years old. Oh, well, if you leave so, out a decade, I share your experience. So, but uh, um, right, right around there, and uh, uh, 10, 11. Well, there's like a million 11, different 12. reasons that people. But my situation is not uncommon. But no, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. And I think too that 
I, I was very fortunate as a kid growing up to be able to recognize when a choice was available right. and to make certain choices that had I made an opposite, my life would be completely entirely different and perhaps over long ago. Yeah. And it's amazing um, how small an event so, can make right, that change. Yeah. So I, I, I think that it's very interesting that, you know, we have someone who's very, very interested in giving kids an opportunity to look at things a little different that perhaps might not be at a stage or might not have an exposure to or the understanding that they can look at things differently. Um, I, I think that perhaps all throughout my life, I think I was, and I will use the word fortunate. I don't think I'm going to use the word advantage. Fortunate that at some level... What's the difference? I, I recognize, well, you know what? Okay, maybe I was advantaged then. That the maybe it is an advantage that as a kid and, and even going up through it all... The idea of advantage means literally that you have been afforded something that's not afforded to somebody else. Okay, so so is... That's okay. what we're talking then about. I'll, then I'll say I took I took advantage of the fact there you that go. I took advantage of the fact that I Active was verb. able you like that? that I, I was do. able to recognize periods of choice and and think about it. Take advantage right. of opportunities that have opened in yeah. front of you. Yeah. So that's yeah. yeah. And your job is opening opportunities. No, no. Her job is to make them aware that they're not screwed. And that they have opportunities out there if they yeah. look for That's them. That's her job. Yeah. So there's a motivational basis right. to her endeavor. That means yeah. you're telling it because these kids, like I, when I was drilling kids, they're like, I can't do this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you can. Oh, I can't do this. Like, And then I changed that. I said, no, you will. Exactly. Or this shit's going to happen to you. You know, you're going to stand in attention for four hours or right. do 20 push-ups, whatever. I right? believe yeah. in the accountability of it. And I do think that that's been lost on a lot of situations. I won't even just say kids in a lot of situations is that the accountability of it because there there's a, there's one diagnosis that I use as my example we talked about it yesterday yeah. I was dealing with a 13 year old with a temper and an attitude problem and in their home I know them personally and their family and I he can I cook with you I said sure you know he liked to learn how to cook fine his mom didn't cook I'll cook with you let's do this I said but with cooking comes the dishes we're not going to just ditch when it's time to do that part we're going to do this together whole deal he said, okay, okay, because of course he's going to say, okay, it's, he's getting what he wanted. When it came time to do dishes, he lost his cool, and I'm like, well, no, back down, Jack. This is part of the deal. With this comes this, and this is how it works. And I said, why are you screaming at me? And what makes you think you have the right to scream at me? I'm not screaming at you, and I'm offering you to cook with you. It's what you asked for, but then you get the other part. He said, I have oppositional defiance disorder. My counselor told me. And I said, I said, really? Well, in this house, that just... I can't say it. Yeah, you Th- can. What that did you just call means it? you're an asshole. So you know what? I don't recognize that title. And right now, you get the choice to not be an asshole, or we're going to have a bigger problem. So which way would you like to go? And he looked at me, and I just stood straight faced. I wasn't laughing; it was hard, but I wasn't laughing by the straight face. Which is really your choice. Take accountability for your choice right now, because the consequence to you not making the right choice in this moment, standing here with me. You may not enjoy. Make your choice. What do you want to do? And I guarantee you that child did the dishes. But he thanked me later on. Like, I'm sorry I did that to you. That's a thank you from a teenager who blew their temper. That's the best they can do. That's you know? a good thing. Um, yes. And look at I tried to manipulate her. <laughs> I tried to get my way, and she didn't let me. There's a part of him that felt she thinks I'm worth this time. She thinks I'm worth this effort. 
she thinks I'm smart enough to learn. She she cares about me. Absolutely. Interesting. Well, Absolutely. How do, we, how do we get the counselors though? Uh, because I believe that what's happening. Oh, Lordy, you've never seen schools, me around a table with them. What I what I believe is <laughs> yeah, in, don't know what's happening in our schools that the counselors are not counseling in the right right direction. Okay, so let me stop that right here. Yeah, there because that is a whole other right. hour. And I, um, I, I think that I, I, can I defend top. them on the air real and quick in case they're listening? Their explanation to me when I have those conversations with them is that it's fifty percent legal because the parents have a lot of rights to stop them from doing certain things. God. So. It's 50%. That's true. I'm just telling you what their defense to me is in that conversation. I want to protect them on the air Excuse. so they don't think I'm bashing them. Okay. And then uh, this episode of uh, 83 of Civil Tension, not bashing counselors. <laughs> so, or we'll find a different title. To bash or not to bash. To bash or not to bash. No, I think we're going to find a different title. Uh, I'll go back through one when I listen again, but uh, thank you guys very, very, say that again? Uh, no, no, no. Thank you guys very, very much. You can go off clap. 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 clap.